Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Radio show tonight. My name is Quincy, and this is your this is my show. And tonight we are discussing being embarrassed by your mate, and we'll also get into this controversy that's been going on with Sierra and her boyfriend Russell Wilson, and the controversy with future and just baby daddy foolishness, I guess you can call it. But before I get started, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q 
to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. All right. T2Q radio show number 505 starts right after this word from Heartbound. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, wait a minute, 505? He just did show number 500 last Wednesday. Well, if you haven't been paying attention at the TalkToQ.com website, you missed two podcasts on the Sandra Bland incident. I interviewed um, three young ladies um, in the first one, one of them including show legend Crystal. And in the second one, I interviewed two young ladies, one of them including show legend Lady T. And we discussed the Sandra Bland incident from a black woman's perspective, from their perspective. And then on Sunday, I released a podcast for an author, Zabri Nicholas, to discuss her book, Haven of Mercy. And then on Monday, I released a podcast with date coach Shantae, who's one of my favorite people to mix it up with and discuss relationships and how people just don't put in the effort that they do um, with other things into relationships. You know, people put in a lot of effort for a job. But then they sit back and think a relationship is supposed to fall in their lap. You have to make preparations to make sure you're in the right place at the right time to take advantage of opportunities in the workplace and in your love life. So that's something we discussed. So those are four podcasts that came out Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and Monday that you can go back and listen to at TalkToQ.com. But show number 505 starts right after this word from Heartbound. Are you looking for an amazing new book read? Get your copy of Heartbound by award-winning poet and author P.I. Altrain. This book promises to shock your mind. This book will be hard to put down. That's Heartbound by P.I. Altrain. Available right now at Amazon. This love story is truly one of the best you'll ever read. Pulling at your emotions and making you want more and more. That's Heartbound. Available right now at Amazon. One choice can change the fate of two worlds get your copy today my thanks to heartbound available now on amazon.com go and check it out all right three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the talk to q radio show tonight we're discussing what do you do when your mate is lame now when i say lame i don't mean like handicapped uh, that's not the lame I mean. I mean lame from a um, a slang perspective, I guess is the best way to put it. I mean lame as in whack. I mean as in not cool. As in, Well, uncool is the word I'm looking for. So, I mean, what do you do when your mate humiliates you? Now, I don't mean intentionally. I mean just from being lame. You know, he or she wants to be one of the cool kids, but just isn't. And, I mean, for example, think about how Nicki Minaj feels right now. Now, she's at the top of her game in the rap world, right? No other woman is competing with her in the game of rap. Her man, Meek Mill, got owned by Drake in a battle rap. Now, her man is the subject of hundreds of humiliating memes and tweets circling all over social media. So how do you handle when your mate is Meek Mill? 
I mean, you know, do you try to uplift and support them? Do you bail on the relationship because you can't stand to deal with your friends making fun of you? I mean, we'll get into a few scenarios, and I'll ask my show legends what a person should do when their mate makes you face, you know, a palm more than you smile, I guess. This and more on tonight's Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. To the phones. I will go to the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, and welcome on Ray. Ray, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, Q? How you doing, mate? I'm doing well, brother. How you doing? Pretty good. All right. I will go to the 248 area code, the Motor City of Detroit, and bring on Crystal. How are you doing, Chris? I'm fine, Q. How are you? Ray? I'm doing well. Glad to have you on. All right, and I will go to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, and welcome on, Buck. Buck, what's happening? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Ray, Crystal, how y'all doing tonight? All right. All right, man. And for anyone else who wants to chime in, go ahead and hit one on your dial pad to join the host queue. Okay, so we're talking about what do you have to do if you're late and your mate is just lame, you know. And, I mean, some people have a higher tolerance than others, but, I mean, you know, it can also be kind of embarrassing, too, depending on the situation. But, Crystal, let me start with you. Ladies first. How important to you, Crystal, is it to be proud of what people think about your significant other? important that I'm proud of him and I think that if I'm proud of him then others will be too and if not oh well so I guess the answer to your question would be not that much <laughs> okay not that important I get that and Ray what do you think man is it important that other people are proud of your significant other I mean excuse me is it um are you proud of what other people think of your significant other? That's the question. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, if, you know, I'm saying my wife's beautiful, child's dedicated, you know, no kids and whatnot. So you, it, it is important what somebody thinks to a certain extent as long as the thoughts are valid. You know, somebody say, oh, you know, if you don't want to, drink till you get drunk, you know, or you think there's something wrong with that and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's not, I really don't care about that. Most is on, most is on the positive side. Yeah, I care about what people think. Okay. And, Buck, what do you think, man? Well, it's, it's important to a certain extent, but really, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's important for just as long as you two guys, you know, the, the, the person that you're dating and you know, as long as y'all are happy with each other, that's what's really more important. You have nothing to prove to the to the outside world. I mean, a lot of people get hung up on that because sometimes you think that that's what needs to happen. You need to make sure. Sometimes people get caught up in couples get caught up in appearances of what you may what people perceive of you outside of your home, and it's really not important. You know, what's really what important is as long as y'all two are on the same page and y'all are happy. That's what's really important. Okay. All right. Well, let me go to the 910 area code by way of Big Spring, Texas, and bring on the man that plays the doctor on the radio, Dr. Bobby Willis. How's it going, bro? 
What's going on, Q? What's up, family? How everybody doing tonight? Doing well. Uh, All right. And Dr. Willis, would it bother you if your family and friends didn't think your significant other was good enough for you, or would you just ignore it? Um, honestly, I, it's not so much about what they think. However, because we're all human, and usually what you know, what some people think about your your significant other or or a person you may be interested in, you probably have some of those same basic feelings. So um, I guess it boils down to what you yourself uh, feel about that person. And um, and like I said, because we all you know, most people tend to normally think alike. I mean, if you got a you know, if you got a, a significant other and they smile and they teeth hanging out of their mouth and stuff like that, you may like that person, but guess what? You're probably going to see what everybody else is saying, and you're like, damn, why you got to smile? So, I mean, you know, you have to you have to figure out what what you can tolerate, what you like, and, um, you know, and deal with that, you know what I'm saying, how you feel about it, and not so much what everybody else feels about it. Crystal, what do you think? I mean, if they're not... But they don't think your significant other is good enough for you. I mean, does that does that bother you at all, or you just, you know, don't? I just say in the country, don't make it. No, never mind. You know, um, not good enough for me. <laughs> That's kind of funny to me. But you know, right. I don't really put much stock in what other people say or think. Um, I really don't. In fact, I quite like it when they don't like me, and <laughs> they don't approve of the things that I do. It keeps me going. Fuel. So that, you know, that really doesn't matter to me. It's never, ever, I've never run across that where it's been a problem. Um, I've, of course, run into situations where, you know, people are in your ear about certain things, but half of the things that they may have told me, I already knew. (laughs) Anyway, you know, so, um, no, that, that has never been a problem or an issue for me when it comes to who I choose to spend my time with. So, that's just me. Okay. I'm getting feedback from somebody's line. I'm not sure. Or whatever. It sounds like somebody's underwater or something. So, please be sure to mute your line if you're not speaking at the time. But, um, all right. So, Ray, let me go back to you, man. What do you do if your mate embarrasses you? You know, it may not be intentional. But, you know, they're trying to look cool or trying to fit in, and it kind of backfires. Um, I think first it comes from, comes, uh, first you, well, first I think you have to get to know the person first before you start, you know, taking them around people you know and stuff like that. I think that's the mistake that a lot of people make. You know, first you have to talk. You have to come to converse or whatever you want to call it, and you have to just talk to each other. And I think a lot of times people are always quick to want to go out and they want to show show the significance of the role for who they got a date with. And, you know, you're thinking more about lust than anything else. I think you have to talk first. And now you know the kind of person that you're dealing with. If you have a person where they can't hold a conversation. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got you gotta think they are, everything that looks good is not good. So, you know, it, like if you go out on the particularly if you in the town that you've been in for a while, all they want to talk about is what's going on the street. I don't care. 
but I don't want to talk about them. You know, we went to school together. I don't want to talk about them. You know, or, oh, you know, such and such, you know, such and such, you know, such and such. Everybody you ask me, I know they into some something they shouldn't be into. Tell me what kind of person I'm dealing with. You see, and I think most people should be seen and not heard anyway. You know, because usually people that run their mouth, either they have a purpose to run their mouth or they run their mouth to be a fool. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to determine which one you're dealing with. You know, everybody is not meant to be the life of the party. Somebody got to fall back and keep an eye on everything. Okay. All right. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show, talking about what to do if your mate is just whack, you know. And uh, and for those of you listening, go ahead and get in on this conversation now because you have tonight and tomorrow, and then T2Q has the mid-season finale where I have a couple of weeks off. So go ahead and get in and get your fix now because um, after tomorrow, you're going to have to take a little time off and uh, not going to be able to express yourself for a couple of weeks. So try to get in. But, uh, Buck, um, I mean, how do you tell, how do you politely tell, I guess, your significant other that, you know, she's trying to impress your friends or trying too hard and is actually embarrassing you? Well, I mean, it depends on the on the situation. You have to kind of, you know, you don't want to be rude to your significant other. You have to just be nice and say, hey, you know, mm, you know, that was that, that was a little rough there, you know. Just, you know, tone it down a little bit, you know, something like that, you know. Because you just don't, you, you just don't, you know, it could have been an innocent mistake, you know, trying to be a little bit too cool. I mean, I think. You know, people have been in situations where, you know, they're trying to fit in and they, you know, they're just trying to break the ice. And that needs to be taken in, into consideration. You know, you can tell whether they're just trying to, you know, fit in or whether they're trying to do too much. And, you know, sometimes you're trying to be funny and you're not really being funny. You're being stupid. So, you know, you got to take that in consideration and let them know that, hey, you know, that's not, not really what, you know, don't go there with that. You know, let's try to keep it, you know, you don't have to do that to try to impress anybody, you know, just be nice about it and, you know, you can let it go as quickly as possible. You don't want, that's not what you want to dwell on, you know, especially if, you know, you know, party type atmosphere or, you you know, around friends or whatever. So. Okay. And um, Dr. Willis, what do you think, man? How do you tell someone that, hey, you know, you, you, you're trying a little bit too hard? Well, you know, I'm, I'm direct. I mean, I'll, I'll just tell them, you know, hey, look, you need to calm that down. You know, you're doing too much, you're extra. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't like to beat around the bush. You know. Go ahead, go ahead. I said I'm all about being direct, man. I don't beat around the bush. I beat through it. You know, I mean, you know, I think that's the best way to get somebody is direct. Okay. And I think it can be kind of difficult, you know, for some people. They don't know how to come at their significant other. Um, and, you know, it's like they don't know what to do. Uh, on Twitter, Lady T chimed in, and she said uh, regarding question number three, um, what to do if your mate embarrasses you, she said laugh in front of them in front of other people, but behind closed doors let them know it wasn't funny or it wasn't cool. 
So, yeah, I guess you want to try to help them save face the best you can and not just flat out embarrass them if you don't have to. But, all right, so, Crystal, you know, some people are just socially awkward and don't know how to mesh with new people. Is that a relationship deal breaker for you, someone who just can't seem to, you know, be part of the in crowd, who always seems out of place whenever you all go somewhere? Um, I've never had a mate like that. Okay. <laughs> Quite the opposite, actually. I don't attract those kind of guys, apparently. So I've never had that situation. I've been around people who have been awkward in situations, or they seem to be. Um, and depending on my relationship with them, you know, um, you know, I'd let I'd let them know. You know, you don't have to try to impress anybody. You know, I pull them to the side if it was really something that was, you know, seemed to be hurting them, or you know what I mean, or people aren't getting their jokes or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So. But, no, I've never had that situation in, in a mate. Like I said, quite the opposite. So. Okay. And what about you, um, Buck? Is that a deal breaker for you if you have someone who just can't seem to be comfortable around, um, you know, a group of your friends or around your family or something like that? That's a deal breaker. <laughs> Most definitely it is. Because uh, you, want, you, want, you want your significant other to get along with everybody that you know. And if they don't, then yes, it's a deal break. Very much so. Okay. What about you, Ray? Um, yeah, I probably would say so. I mean, because it's, it's one of the things that, you know, I don't have nobody that's hard to get along with, you know, whether it's family or friends. So right. if, if you can't get along with them, then, you know, it must be an issue why you can't. So, I mean, it's not not a complicated thing. So it should be, you know, easy for you to adapt to certain situations. I don't deal with nobody, you know, that's doing drugs or nothing like that or anything not crazy. So, yeah, it should be an easy thing. So I would say, yeah. Okay. And um, I can see how it can be a problem for some people, you know. I mean... It's like if you just can't fit in, and you know, people are going to be like, you know, I, I don't know if I want to be around you. You're not comfortable, and you're making me uncomfortable, and it causes a divide. And uh, unfortunately, you know, you have some people who are just socially awkward and just can't seem to, to fit in, or they try too hard to fit in and wind up doing stupid stuff. And so, Dr. Willis doesn't. Does the same way you feel about maybe a significant other embarrassing you apply to your friends as well? I mean, if you have friends who are socially awkward or maybe they try too hard, like I give you a perfect example, uh, like a white friend who tries to, you know, appropriate black culture or something like that. Um, that's a good question. Uh, a part of me is like, if if I'm that way about my significant other, then I'm damn sure going to be that way about my friends. But at the same time, your friends are just that your friends. They don't, you know, they don't really hold any bearing on who you are, per se. I know that folks like to say that, you know, birds of feather fly together, but that's not true. So, um, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm kind of on the fence with that. Um, but I'm going to treat them like I do my significant other. I will pull them aside and be like, hey, cut that shit out, you know, or something. 
<laughs> you know, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I would not have done it. You know, I mean, you know, it's not to be rude or mean, but, you know, and I wouldn't embarrass him in front of our other friends or in front of our company or anybody like that. But, you know, I would definitely pull him to the side and be like, hey, you got to stop that shit. That's embarrassing. Or you you looking like a fool right now. And I, and I tell him just like, just like that. Okay. And, Buck, what about you, man? Does that apply to your friends? I know you said it's a deal breaker for your significant other. If you have a friend who just can't seem to fit in or is embarrassing you and, you know, just from trying too hard, how does that work for you? But can anyone else hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, go ahead, Buck. Go ahead, Buck. Hello? Yeah. I said when you, said when you have a friend that's causing you problems, they're the ones that got to go. Because I'm not going to, you know, I'm just not going to tolerate somebody that's causing me any kind of issue. And, you know, if you're causing issues, you got to go. Okay. All right. And let's see. Let me get another caller calling in from the 865 area code. This is out there in Chattanooga. This is my man, Daddy Rich, giving a call. What's up, man? What's going on, Q? What's happening? Man, kicking back. All right, man, I'll, I'll give you the same question. If you have a a friend who embarrasses you, they're socially awkward, maybe they try a little too hard to try to fit in, um, you know, is that kind of like a deal breaker towards a friendship? Do you stop hanging out with them? Do you try to help them out? What do you do in that situation? It's according to their asset, so you have to assess the whole situation. Can they help you uh, or whatever, you know, at that point? You go to them and tell them, man, you know, don't do this. You know, try to just hang back, man, kick back and just be yourself. You know, don't try to impress, you know, if you value them. If not, then you just kind of, like you say, fade away. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's it's kind of bad. And I, I, you have different scenarios. Like I watched a YouTube video recently of a guy that was dancing at a wedding and he was trying to keep up with some of the college kids. He was an older guy, probably in the late 30s or so. And he was doing some little breakdancing move, and he ended up splitting his pants. <laughs> and, yeah, and I mean, it didn't help that he had, a, like, a nice-sized hole in his underwear, too. But, I mean, so if the, I'm thinking to myself, what is this woman thinking? You know, if he has a woman, you know, it didn't show in the video. What is she thinking? That, you know, your significant other just embarrassed you. Now, to some people, they may think it's funny, you know, that Chris Farley type of humor that some people can enjoy. But to others, man, that's that can be really embarrassing, especially if the video, now that the video's gone viral. But so, Crystal, can you teach someone to, um, I, I guess, can you teach someone to not be lame or whack? Or does that have to come naturally to be cool? Well, okay, first of all, whether you're lame or whack <laughs> is in the eyes of the beholder. Who's, who's defining what you're doing as, as lame? Now, um, as you were talking about, when you say socially awkward, to me that means a person who is maybe a little shy, a little introverted, and, you know, is trying 
to assert themselves, but it's coming off odd because they're not used to it. You know, they're a little awkward in that way. Right. But when you say lame or whack, to me that means that they're kind of an asshole <laughs> or, you know, kind of a jerk kind of person, and it's it's negative, you know. But um, can you teach somebody to be cool? No, you really can't. I mean, they are who they are. You can you can help someone chill out, you know, and to like I was saying before, like Daddy Rich said, to not try to impress anybody. That's really the key there. You, why are you trying to impress these people? And um, even if I brought like my man to my family, I'm going to just use that as an example. Um, <laughs> I um, I wouldn't give a shit. I mean, if he was sitting there, you know, and people were t- talking about him, I'm like, you know, we can go. <laughs> you know, he ain't got to be here with y'all. <laughs> you don't have to impress these motherfuckers. Because first of all, this is my friend. I brought him here, okay? And so if you don't like it, then we can bounce. You know, we don't have to be here. And see, that's how I look at it. Because if I'm with him, then obviously there's something about him that I cherish that I see good in. Otherwise, I wouldn't be with him. So if you can't see that, well, that's your problem. I mean, that's how I look at that. And, um, you know, if he was embarrassing himself, you know, making a fool Mm -hmm. of himself, and I knew that was out of character for him, and he was just trying to do that to try to fit in, then I'd definitely tell him, look, you don't have to do that. And if he was already just a jerk kind of person, I probably wouldn't be with him anyway. He would just be one of those people that I knew. And I knew he was a jerk, and everybody like the guy you were talking about in the film. Hell, he was he's probably like that all the time. Probably. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and he probably just got drunk, and everybody knows it. That's why they were filming this stupid ass because he probably loves it. You know, some people are just like that. You know, they're just who they are. You know, that's just Uncle Joe. We know how he is. So there <laughs> it is. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know. So, but for me, no, I don't, I don't get into all that. You know, uh-uh. because whether you're my friend or my mate. Um, you're with me. So therefore, whatever they got to say, I really don't give a shit about. And they shouldn't either. If they do, then we can talk about that later. All right. Ray, what do you think, man? Can you teach somebody to be cool or you got to be born with it? No, I mean, you can't. You can't really teach nobody. I mean, it, and it's always the definition of the beholder or whatever what cool is. You know, some people, they try to invent swag. Like the word swag, I really don't care for it because, you know, that's a lot of lot of fake shit you see niggas do out here. Pulling up their collar and, you know, and walking a certain way and all that. You got to be born with all that. If you're not born with all that, swag ain't nothing but a fake image. Mm-hmm. And I think that being cool is... is something that a lot of people try to portray because they try to go out and talk to, you know, the girls and all that, but that's fake. It's going to be over before it gets started anyway. You know, people just got to learn how to be themselves. And, you know, if people don't like it, you just got to say, fuck it. You know what I mean? As long as you're not offending nobody. And, you know, same thing with talking to a female. You ain't got to come up with a whole lot of clever lines and all that because she's a woman that wants to hear all that. She ain't worth talking to anyway. If you're a guy, you want to 
you know, stay home on a weekend and play checkers or whatever, hey, let her know that. Either she can get with it or she can't get with it. You know, they shouldn't be trying to be somebody that they're not. Or, you know, listening to music or something that you don't want to listen to because you're trying to impress somebody else. Right. And that takes away from your happiness. So really, you know, you shouldn't all worry about certain things. You know, that's just, just how I see it because nobody, you can never uh, make everybody happy as the saying goes. So you might as well start with yourself first. Right. And Bobby, I think that's the main point too that he, that I like what he's saying. You can't make everyone happy. So um, there's really no need in trying. So, I mean, is that some of the logic that some people should use when they have a mate who, you know, just may not be all that smooth? I think I think Ray had a valid point, but I really co-sign what Crystal had just said, you know. Um, you know, it was something about that person that drew you to that person in the first place. So what is on that? I mean, if, if the things that, that make them – uh, lame or whacking, you know, in everybody else's eyes, you know, is a problem, then you wouldn't have been with that person in the first place. So focus on what you like about that person and why you got with that person in the first place, and you won't even have those issues. But I, I do think that what, what Ray said is very valid also. And, you know, you can't you can't teach somebody to be cool or anything like that. You, either you got swag or you don't. You know, it's just about bottom You can't line. go to but, Obama class one-on-one or nothing like that? <laughs> No, he can't go to Obama class one on one, you know. But uh, what, like, like I said, I, I really like what Chris had to say. You focus on what you, you know, what I'm saying what you like about that person, and then you stand on that. Mhm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's let's look at this scenario, and it's probably the most played out scenario. Well, when I say played out, I mean played out nationally, as far as all over the world. And in case you've been under a rock, you know there's been a Twitter beef between Philly rapper Meek Mill and T-Dot rapper Drake on social media. Um, now, you know, the two have collaborated in the past, but makes Meek seemed to take offense to Drake's refusal to tweet about his latest album. Um, I think it's called Dreams Worth More Than Money. So he decided to call Drake out. And um, he said that Drake... Uh, don't compare him to Drake. He doesn't write his own raps, and that's why he ain't tweet about my album because I found out. And he said about he even write the verse on my album, and if I would have known, I would have took him off. I don't try to trick my fans. So Drake hit him back with two um, diss tracks, one called Charged Up, uh, which he never mentions Meek's name in that one, and then he did one called Back to Back, which absolutely destroyed uh, Meek Mill. Now I don't know. Have all of you have either of you all heard the the the, the tracks? Any yeah, of you all? Heard? I okay. Well, for those who haven't who haven't heard it, um, you know Drake released his, and then Meek waited a few days, I think, and released his, and Meek's. Attempt was was not very good to me, and and Daddy Rap, I, Daddy Rich, I'm gonna let you chime in on it first. But I want everyone to hear a sample of each one, so I'm gonna play Meek Mill first, like 90 seconds of his, and then I'm gonna play 90 seconds of Drake, and then Daddy Rich, I'll come. Question. Now 
Chris, you wrote a check. In New Orleans, want my chain to give respect. So with that, tell me you a pussy and a fan. Set it around, sit, you know the shooters at your neck. I just want to know if you ain't right there running through the six shit. Tell us who the fuck was quit running through the six with. Now here's Drake with Charles. I went back to back. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Not again. Yeah, I learned the game from William Wesley. You can never check me. Back to back for the niggas that didn't get the message. Back to back like I'm on the cover of Lethal Weapon. Back to back like I'm Jordan 96, 97. Whoa. Very important and very pretentious. When I look back, I might be mad that I gave this attention. Yeah, but it's weighing heavy on my conscience. Yeah, and fuck you left the boy no options. I wanna see my niggas go insane. You gon' make me step out of my fucking frame. You gon' make me buy bottles for Charlemagne. You gon' make me go out of my fucking way. I waited four days, nigga, where y'all at? I drove here in a rave playing AR app. I'm not sure what it was that really made y'all mad. But I guess this is what I gotta do to make y'all rap. I mean, oh, can't fool the city, man, they know what's up. Second floor tussies getting shoulder rubs. This for y'all to think that I don't write enough. They just mad cause I got the Midas touch. You love it and you gotta get a world tour. Is that a world tour or your girl's tour? I know that you gotta be a thug for her. This ain't what she meant when she told you to open up more. Yeah, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Yeah, you getting body by a singing nigga. I'm not the type of nigga that'll type the niggas. And shout to all my boss bitches, wife and niggas. Make sure you hit her with a Make sure you hit her with a prenup. All right, so that was Drake, and I, I think just from the first 20 seconds, you can kind of tell that his, in my personal opinion, that his rapping skills are a little more superior. But Daddy Rich, you're the professional on here. You're the rapper, man. What did you think about this beef? And, and as far as just the, the raps themselves, who won? Man, Drake. Drake, it's obvious. You can't even have the things that Meek is saying. You can't even tell what he's saying. He's, he's yelling, you know. But as far as the the beef goes, man, I think it's basically something, man, to keep these guys in the media, to keep keep their their name ringing, because it's hard as an artist nowadays. You see, like artists like Tyrese, man, that's independent, that's out there hustling their own stuff, just like I am, you know. And 
that's that that tells you something. They rather do it themselves than to go with the uh, the record company and you know the easy way. And I think that this is just something these people do things like soap operas. They do things to create. They create situations to uh, keep themselves relevant and to keep their names ringing so they can make the money, get the advertisements, you know, the endorsements or whatever. <clears throat> I really don't think that those guys have a problem with each other. I think that, you know, everything's cool because, you know, they're they're both making money. That's obvious. So basically I think it's, it's a bunch of bull, man, just to – make people think, oh, Meek and Drake, they're fighting and it's got this something to do and eventually they're going to say, it's got something to do with Nikki. Man, they don't right. care nothing about this, man. Because I could tell by the way they're rapping, they're not really trying. Drake, because he's more of a, a lyrical a guy, you know, he, he has more lyrical content that sounds better, he's got a melodic voice. Meek, you know, he's, he's street, you know, and he did, really doesn't have a, a unique voice. Drake is a unique uh voice in the game uh, you know meek is everybody you hear trying to get in so that's that's the way i weigh in on it okay all right i can't disagree with any of that and and crystal if you're Nicki minaj and your man is meek meal and he just got blasted by drake in front of the world i mean as his woman do you hold up for him or do you hide out until the heat dies Well, first of all, I don't hide out. But, um, you know, first of all, because I know, if okay, I'm Nikki. I know Drake. I worked with him. I've been there with him, you know, the whole Dad Money crew. You know, well, you know. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, you know, so I would look at my man. If this, okay, it, let's just assume that, you know, the story is true. We'll, we'll assume that for the conversation that Meek get pissed off because, you know, um, Drake didn't uh, promote him, which is really what he was saying. Yeah. He didn't promote yeah. him. And so I'd be sitting back looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know? What the fuck mm -hmm. are you doing? You know, I mean, <laughs> you put some shit out on Twitter because, you know, he didn't, you know, support you, and that means he's a bitch or he ain't this. I'm like, nigga, so what? Nobody didn't support you. Get off his dick. You know, I mean, Drake is huge right now, and we all know that. He's huge for many reasons. You know, I think the main reason he he, he became huge um, was because everybody knew him from the grass. All the kids already knew who he was. You know, so they came to watch to see, hey, you know, he's out of the wheelchair. He's really on stage. You know, all this shit. I mean, that's. I mean, he already had that little following. Anyway, so, but anyway, so he went on, he proved himself and all that, you know, and I do love his melodic tone, and I agree that he has a uniqueness because of that, because he can go from, you know, the stage, you know, Lil Wayne and all that kind of stuff, and then take you into some dark shit that you're like, what the fuck is going on with this? Way? You know, it's, it's really interesting. So, now Meek Mill, he is known, yes, but he's, in, he's known in one area. And so I think a lot of the things that people are talking about is really why is Nikki screwing him? Well, hell, why the hell was she screwing the last little fucker I don't even remember his name from? So so what? <laughs> but is Nikki, I feel, I, first of all, I, I wouldn't give a shit one way or the other. I'd be like, whatever, whatever. That You started this shit, so now you got to deal with this shit. That's what you get. 
you know, basically for putting that shit out there. You know, so that's what I, that's how I would deal with it. I'd be like, that's your shit. You deal with that. Somebody asked me about it. I would say exactly that. That's between them. My name is Paul. I ain't with y'all. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, I think it is good. I, I kind of like what, what Daddy Rich was saying, though, that it is good to kind of make you relevant and everything. In fact, Crystal, I think we should battle rap for our shows. I think we should battle rap. Uh, I'm the baddest in the talk game. When it comes to shows, there's only one name. Q is the only voice the fans recognize. And you know they will never get crystallized. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Let's do this, Crystal. Let's Whatever, you wrote that beforehand. Daddy, will you take it for me? Thank you. Actually, I have a ghostwriter. Ghost <laughs> <laughs> You're a ghostwriter and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm 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 a little bit to the left right now. Right. You, you don't want me to take it. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a ghost rider. I don't know if it's Millie or Vanilli. It's one of whichever one's left. Yeah. I can never remember. Uh, so all right, Ray. Let me let me ask you, man. As far as I mean, you can give your opinion on who you think won. But I mean, is this all about publicity, or I mean, is it good for the rap game? We saw Kendrick Lamar call out some people, and it got a buzz for a minute, and I, I kind of think it kind of works well for the rap game. No, this ain't got shit to do with publicity. This is what what happened. You know, Meek figured he could go with Drake because Drake take losses. You know, everybody feel like Drake is soft. That's why when Diddy got mad over 0 to 100, he punched Drake at, outside, of, uh, outside of club or whatever. See, all this is about is when somebody feels like they got somebody to fuck with, they go and try it. It ain't that Diddy couldn't control his temper. It's just that he felt like he could go and drink. If he fuck with him every week, he ain't not to punch him. But he'd go up to UCLA and fuck with the coach because he's a white dude. So he figured he can get away with it. But what happened with Meek was he figured, okay, I got the street following I'm going to go nest with Drake and Nikki stood by and let it happen. And they're supposed to be friends. But see, Drake flipped it on them and just destroyed them, basically, because he didn't, I don't know whether he didn't think about his diss track or, or what happened, but he should have known better than to put that out and flex, dropping bombs on it on the radio and all that, like it was going to be this big thing and it was it, it fell flat. 98% of the people feel like the record was garbage. Yeah. Now, now, he's stuck with nowhere to go. He didn't have to, to mess with Drake. You didn't go at some of these other people, but you went at Drake because he felt like he'd get it off. And Nikki, she just confused all together. You know, she lost her first boyfriend of 14 years, so she had to reach on to somebody else because she about to go crazy. You know, and the reason why I say that is look at how she's behaving. Okay, you was with the first dude for 14 years. Didn't want to have his baby. Didn't want to get married. Didn't want your relationship to be public. Now, time you guys break up, he get a badder chick than you. Not taking nothing away from Nikki because she is fine. Ooh, we. <laughs> <laughs> he got a fine. He got a fine. <laughs> hey, who, who was he? And who was his chick? 
Yeah, he got a fine. Her name is our last name, Santiago, I, I believe. But who's the guy that dude, Safari, has got oh, a okay. chicken better than Nikki is right now. Okay, I've heard and of him. She, I saw his name somewhere. And she's upset. Is she white? Is she white? Oh, no. Nah, she's Spanish. Mm, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, Zafario Zaffar- Santiago. Listen, I don't care if you're Farrakhan, you're going to give it up on this one. This chick is bad. Yeah, I'm checking her so, out. She, she's legit. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking She's official. She used to be one of Nick Cannon's uh, girls on his show. Wow, and out. you know, one thing about Nick Cannon, I don't care nobody's safe. When it comes to women, when it, he one of the guys I respect, Ray J and Nick Cannon. Y'all <laughs> say what y'all want, but I respect them guys when it comes to women. But this is what I'm saying. Now he getting torn to pieces, and you should have told him, say, hey, you know, that's my friend. You should, don't put his business out like that or whatever the case. You sat back and you let it happen. reason why I think she let it happen was, she want that top spot over that young money because you ain't going to be able to get it, you know. But, you know, we all see what it is. And if I was Drake, I'd keep hitting them. you got to put that <laughs> what 50 did in Ja Rule on them, you know. <laughs> ja Rule, because, that's, a, that's a name I ain't heard in so long. <laughs> because, because, <laughs> because, because, because see, you guys got you guys got to watch something in this rap game. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw something else out at you guys. Remember when uh Scooter Braun? If y'all know who Scooter Braun is, Scooter Braun is Justin Bieber's manager. He said, "Little Twist, Little Twist is a guy on Young Money that little black dude with a flat top and always hang with Justin Bieber." Scooter Braun said, "You know." Little Twist is being a bad influence on him. Little Wayne came off the bus, threatened Scooter Braun's life, and all this and that on camera. Man, what's Scooter Braun doing? He just said he don't want Little Twist hanging with his with his with his men. You know, he wrecked his car. He did a lot of things. But now, when Young Thug them supposed to shout up that bus, all that bullshit go away. You ain't threatening nobody. You ain't making no noise. You ain't saying nothing. Because people that ain't from Atlanta or around that way, Young Thug got, you know, a name out here in the streets. So now all that flag waving and all that go out the window because we don't want no real problems. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he was at a uh uh was at a charity basketball game. It was supposed to be for nonviolence. Out there trying to jump on the referee because he made a bad call. Yes, you get that off on the referee. Get some real niggas on you now, you don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. That's just the way the rap game goes. You see, now, oh, he had a show, oh, they throwing water bottles at him. Look up there, see baby him up there. Now you know who's throwing him. But you don't want no work. That's all, you know. But Drake won hands down. Uh, man, I promise you, I ain't heard a word you said since I Googled Zashia Santiago. But uh, I'm going to catch you on the podcast, though. <laughs> you see right. 
Yeah, I'm gonna like, get you. Yeah, I, 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 chick out I put her on Twitter for those who who haven't seen her. So hashtag T2Q if you want to check her out. But uh, yeah, I don't remember my question. Okay, but nah, I mean it's just one of those deals where I just think. And let me, I'm sorry, let me go to the 601 and to the Magnolia State of Mississippi and bring on Eminem. Eminem, what's happening, man? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? I do think that I don't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is a situation where he was trying to catch Drake sleeping and everything. And I mean, I don't have anything against Meek Mill. His song "Monster" is a good song. You know, I kind of wish he opened his mouth more when he talked. It's kind of like him and Rich Homie Quan sound like they they like chewing gum and rapping at the same time. Man, it's just open your mouth. But uh, yeah. I mean, it's like I, I don't have anything against Meek Mill, but he came out with his little this song and his funniest line when he called um he made reference to Millie Vanilli in his song about Drake but Drake just said you know is that your your world tour or your girl's tour I mean he's talking about you're in Nicki Minaj's shadow and then tells Nicki Minaj to get a prenup because she's the one making all the money you know I mean, he killed Meek Mill so I'm like after that wh- what do you do when you call somebody out it's like a bully essentially getting punched in the mouth right in front of the cafeteria <laughs> you know, in front of everybody. I'll let you give your two cents on it, man. I mean, and this is a situation that kind of falls in line with the topic, you know, when your significant other gets embarrassed and you kind of got to be there to pick up the pieces. Now, Nicki Minaj is kind of like, you know, she's at the top of her game as far as women are concerned, but she got to deal with her boyfriend who just got punched in the cafeteria. Well, I mean, it, 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 it go back to a a cardinal sin of the of the streets. You know what I'm saying? If you can't bag something up, I don't care what it is. You know now. Now, hopefully, um, like I said, I don't know about the whole situation with them, but over the last you know 20 years, pretty much there's no kind of um, battling in rap no more, or or you know or just a friendly outdoing somebody. You know, it's like these niggas, entourages, the ones who are non-rappers, they take it to another level. So hopefully, I don't know about a lot about this situation, but hopefully some of these hang-around people won't take it to another level, whether the main people involved do or not. But uh, right. but, but, but to answer the question, it's just like, see, back when, when, when guys had honor, if you was the, the the toughest dude in your neighborhood and you fought the toughest dude in another neighborhood, even though the topic is not about a fight, but I'm just making a point, if you lose, it's still honorable to be like, yeah, yeah, man, that nigga was tough, just like that. Just give him his props and it'll kind of go away. When you start making up excuses and all that stuff, that's when you start making yourself look bad. You look worse then. See what I'm saying? So, uh same thing with this here, you know what I'm saying? If you, you call somebody out and they get you, and it's just like, now, if you are if you are a creative person, I mean, I don't care what you got to Google, I don't care how many people you got to interview, you got to find something to, to come back on, you know what I'm saying? That's what I would do. But if you're not, then, you know, you look weak not being able to come back. You're just like, damn, man, that dude got you. You know, I'd just be like, well, you know, other than other than somebody's children or, you know, a 
mama or something like that. Everything else is, you know, hey, it's on with everything else. If I find out anything about your ass, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna diss each other, then we're gonna you gonna have to come with it because I'm saying, all right, you know, I I concede. I say, yeah, you got me, you got me, you got me. All right, Thursday, watch what I put out about your ass, you know, and and the hunt is on. But but you know, these guys don't think like that, man. Now. Somebody outdo somebody. Uh, I know Cuz probably remember this movie. Uh, Q, you might have seen it. You remember that old movie, Fresh? Yeah. 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 Right, you, you, you remember when the, when the when the little boy was had them handles? He was about like nine years old. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was like it wasn't even about this, but the, the guy was playing basketball, and the dude, you know, he schooled him pretty good, and the boy he beat was like about seventeen. So guess what the dude did? Instead of just giving the kid his props, he put out a gun and shot him on the basketball court. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's the that's the mentality of, you know, most of the cats now, you know, uh, uh, figuratively anyway. You know, it's like you don't know how to make a, okay, okay, you know, LL, you got me this time, but I'm finna come back with this. Or Kumo, you got me this time, I'm finna come back with this. Right. Now it's like, okay, if you got me, now I got to see you in the streets, supposedly. You know, it's like, and it shouldn't be about all that. It's a, it's, it used to be an art form. Now this shit is just like, you know, it's like proving that you more hood or more roguish than the next guy. That ain't got shit to do with the art form. Right. But it's you know? much money as Drake got. He can't even be in the street with that. Yeah. You know, $80 million going to five or six as many times as they want to. <laughs> yeah. My I man, mean, you're talking about I'm, two guys that are um, completely... Different, different talent levels. levels. Right? I mean, yeah. like, like Ray just gave the money, right. and um, and where's Doctor Willis? Let me get you back in here. You know, Ray just gave the money. We know as far as the popularity that Drake is on another level from Meek Mills. So I mean, isn't this the the equivalent of uh, you know, I don't know a a a a swaggy P of the Lakers <laughs> calling out Le- LeBron James? I, I mean. <laughs> you know, I, I I mean I don't understand. I, or, I guess I guess you who's the dude that played with the uh, uh, I ain't winning in a rebuke, but uh, the dude that was trying to get it, Kobe Bryant. Uh, damn, I know who you're talking about from back in the day. Uh, yeah, from back I in the day, it was from years back. Roger Bell. Yeah, Roger Bell. Yeah, it's like I, you like who you know. Yeah, it's but, one of those kind of situations. But Bobby, by the same token, your name is getting out there now, even though it's from a more of an embarrassing spot. I mean, Meek, Meek Mill is now a household name, even though it's for the wrong reason. So I mean, he still benefits, <laughs> right? I mean, bad publicity is better than none at all. Okay. Uh, any type of publicity in this uh, in that arena is is good publicity, you know. Um, you know, people going to go check out Meek just to see what he's talking about now, you know. Uh, but I, I wouldn't compare him to uh, which I was saying. Uh, I would say he would be like uh, what, what's Jordan's son name? He'd be like an up and comer versus a Kobe. You know what I'm saying? That Jordan kid. You know he's uh, pretty good, but he's not good enough. You know he's not he's not there yet. And I think uh, Meek Meek is following, so he's he's good, but he's just not he's not on on Drake's level. And Drake proved that when he bodied him on that that track. So, yeah, that was the difference between shooting a bullet and throwing it. <laughs> I mean, it was just completely different. But all right, let me go ahead. I want to change gears a little bit, but I do want to talk about something that has played out in social media as well. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number. 
Uh, Crystal, how do you feel about this Russell Wilson, Sierra slash future thing? I mean, <laughs> you know, Sierra has her new man in Russell Wilson. They seem to be in love and all that stuff, but she does have a small child by her ex future, the rapper future. Um, and I mean, the kid is pretty young. He's a toddler. And she comes up to Seahawks camp, and the little boy is dressed in Russell Wilson's jersey and, you know, all this other stuff, all, you know, hugged up with Russell Wilson and everything. As a woman, how do you feel about that? Is that kind of putting Russell in a bad spot? Is it okay? Are people making a big deal out of nothing? What's your take? Well, my take is Russell is fine as hell. Okay. <laughs> That's my take number one. Number motherfucking one. We gotta start there. Now <laughs> so oh, I probably would dress my baby up and all kinds of Russell Wilson shit. <laughs> and me. You know too. what, Crystal? You know what? You you, you think know. just like a dude. You think just like a dude in so many ways. Because that that would be yes. the first thing out of a guy's out of a guy's mouth. Well, she is fine, you know. Right. <laughs> but I'm Oh sorry, anyway, but no, okay. But first of all, yeah, I mean, when you take out the whole, that that kind of shit, when you take that out, and then you look at, really what we're talking about is parenting, okay? So we got the father over here saying, look, I don't want my, you know, son around, which we know happens all the time, is like all the time. You know, I don't want my son around or my daughter around, your new whoever, blah, blah, blah. And then you say, well, this is my child. I can take him anywhere I want to because I'm there. You know, who else is he going to be with, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's that old fight that always happens. Now, in this situation, the difference between Sierra and most women, you know, where this fight usually happens just between a few people, it's plastered everywhere. And I even saw something where, okay, she went to the – you know, to his practice or whatever the hell, and yeah, that was posted. I was like, okay, okay, whatever. And then, and then it was posted again. She went again. I was like, okay, so what? Damn. And then, but <laughs> but see, it's plastered everywhere. You know, to so it can gnaw at him that this guy, you know, Russell, who was you know, well, except for last year, he fucked up last year. But anyway, but you know, he was doing pretty good, and um. Then you have Future, who is not attractive, just totally not attractive at all. But, you know, he's a rapper and all that. But, you know, I mean, I can see how it would gnaw at him, and it makes it bad. You know, and so, and I don't know what their situation, obviously it wasn't good because they broke up. Um, maybe she's just trying to fuck with him. To me, that, that looks, that sounds more like a fuck with you mode. And, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I know I'm going to be, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be pictured. It's going to be everywhere. Um, I know you don't like the fact that I'm with him, and I put him as a capital H-I-M to you. And um, so, yeah, I'm going to do this just to fuck with you because I know I don't have to dress my kid up and your kid up in his shit. I don't have to do that. That's, that's, that's a fucked up move. But she's doing it to get at him, and, of course, it works. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, let me go. Buck, what do you think about it, man? Um, he, I mean, how do you feel? How do you think Russell Wilson feels? Because he's kind of 
you know, he wants to, of course, be with his woman, but he also has to accept the kid as a package deal. But a lot of folks are kind of getting upset with him saying that, okay, you're moving in like you're the kid's dad or you're acting like the kid's dad and when you're actually not the real father. Well, first of all, it's a package deal, like you said. So, I mean, he has to, you know, he has to support, you know, not, you know, not only his, his new girlfriend, but his girlfriend's child, too. And, uh, you know, it's a package deal. Now, he, now, since this is a new relationship and everything, and it's pretty, you know, it's kind of been thrusted up, thrusted up on him, he may not like the fact that he has to do it so quickly because, I mean, common sense should prevail somewhere. I mean, in a way... She is doing it to get back at him, you know, at the, uh, you know, at the child's real father in a way because now, you know, he's, you know, this, you know, Russell Wilson balling. He got that new contract, you know, and you know, extension and everything. So he got that dough, and um, you know, she out there flaunting, you know, flaunting it probably more than he is at this point because you know he seems like he's one of those guys that's really humble. But at the same time, I mean, this is your new lady. This is your new lady, you know, got a little, you know, she's got a kid or whatnot. And, you know, you got to, you know, you got to support, you know. That's the way that's the way it works because if you don't, then you'll be out the box. So, you know, if he's really in a catch-22 type situation in, in some ways. But in some ways, you know, he has to accept the fact, you know, so. I know he kind of feels a little bit awkward to a point, but all I can say is go Hawks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ray, give your two cents, man. All right. Um, see, a lot of people don't know. I don't know if they've been keeping up with the relationship or not, but Sierra and Russell Wilson, they, they both celebrate right now. He's building on a spiritual level, and, you know, they talk and communicate and, go to church and all that stuff together from what I have heard from all of Sierra X guys, whether it be 50 Cent, whether it be Bow Wow or Reggie Bush or whatever, they all say she's a sweet girl. Now, Future messed that up. Now, he's upset. You know, I think he called uh, Russell Wilson a punk-ass hoe on Twitter or whatever it was. Once again, that's another situation where a guy feels like I got somebody that I can mess with. But a guy got to understand, if a guy works out three or four hours a day, that fight ain't going to be easy. <laughs> I got my money on Russell Wilson. <laughs> so you you know, know, I, I, I think Russell and, Wilson knocked him out. <laughs> and, and Russell Wilson is, is, you know, he's embracing it. It's not like she came out and said, okay, well, yeah, here's my kid and all this and that. And just teach you guys. If you don't want to be a father to your child, somebody else will. Now, I'm not just talking about you paying money because the court is making you pay money. You've got to spend time with your child. Right. And I believe Future got four kids by four different women. It's the year of fifth. You understand? So, mm. when you got a guy like Russell trying to do the right thing, you step back out the man's way and let him do what he needs to do. It ain't that he's trying to be the father. He's spending time with the boy's mother. And, of course, any good guy, that's what the problem is. People not used to seeing good guys. Any good guy that's dating a girl, he don't mind spending time with the kid. See, I feel straight up, you know, hey, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But, hey, he got the money to do it. 
So he ain't got to be nickel and dime to worry about whether I buy ice cream or cotton candy or whatever, because, you know, that ain't a drop in the bucket. But I think it's a good thing. I don't have a problem with it. I like Russell Wilson and I like Sierra. And if I was Russell Wilson, he'd say something to me, I'd knock his head off. <laughs> That's right, boy. <laughs> I know, but I mean, all right, so let's see. Daddy Rich, you still on, right? Uh, Daddy Rich, it's like. Is it going too far though to dress the boy up in a Russell Wilson jersey? I mean, because I mean, if you didn't know the situation, you would think they were father and son. I mean, because the boy is dressed up like Russell Wilson and everything. I mean, is that going too far on Sierra's part? So are two million other children. Ah, uh, man, it's like this. I ha- I've kind of got the same situation. Like I have to be a father to. Uh, someone else's child and it's like this and I also have my own child in the same house uh the way I feel about it is <clears throat> future's got to chill man you know Russell's doing what he has to do for the kid of course future's not there you know so he can't do those things and he's just got to understand that some other man is going to do that because he was not capable of keeping the relationship going with the mother. So he's got to deal with that. That's just what I have that going on with some kids that I have, you know, and you have to accept that. You have to learn that that's what it's going to be. But you also, you know, you have to be there for your kids so they know who you are and and make sure that they they know strong, you know, I'm dad, you know, And, and that's what he needs to focus on and, you know, don't worry about what she's doing with Russell Wilson. That's none of his business, really. You know, he he needs to keep out of that. If she wants to take the kid to practice, fine. She wants to dress him up in Seahawks stuff, fine. That's that's what it is. Future really needs to chill, man, because this happens to people every day. And I'm sure before he became a big rapper, it was happening to his, his ass then, you know. So that's uh that's the way I feel about it, man, you know. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um, let's see. Well, I, I think in the grand scheme of things, people, you know, you, you should be happy if someone's trying to do right by your child. It is a little more awkward when you're dealing with a kid that's so young who's only going to grow up, you know, depending on how much feature is in his life, he's only going to grow up probably thinking that Russell Wilson may be his dad. You know, depending on how much future comes around. Um, so, I mean, it's a little different when you're dealing with kids that young as opposed to kids that may be seven, eight years old, old enough to know their daddy, know who he is, and be able to differentiate between stepdad and real dad. But um, I will see what happens. But personally, I don't see why people are giving Russell Wilson or Sierra such a hard time. Um, I mean, they seem like they're a happy couple and. I guess we just don't want to see people happy. I don't know. I mean, we just like we don't want to see people happy, man. It's like we we love to, to tear down black couples whenever we can. So, especially when they're going about. I don't think I don't think it's so much that. I think um, I, you know, it's, it's funny because this thing is so so subliminal on so many different levels, though. 
You know what I'm saying? I say all three of them are fucked up, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to go out and left field with this one. Okay. I think Christmas. I think Christmas get it, but um, the problem is future is fucked up all the way around because hey, he's coming off bitter. He sounded like he pissed off that she's moved on and stuff like that, you know. So really? he 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 won't ever get support from the public opinion because he he's on Twitter bashing a man and doing this that, and another. He's looking he's looking really really stupid. All right, but here's the problem where where CC and Russell are jacked up. First of all, any man who who is who's worth his medal to be proud and happy that his child got a father figure in his life that is good to him or decent to him. That's first and foremost. But this is beyond that. Sierra is looking good and she's playing the hell out of this media thing. She's smart. She she don't the reason why she haven't responded to um fucking future is because she has been responding to future without saying anything. She's allowing these she's she's allowing these four off with his kids hugging that man and, and dressed like him and stuff like that. He, 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 he and folks are too damn blind to see that. Everybody, you know, want to say the good thing or the right thing, you know, whatever, you know, that's fine. But I'm telling you right now, <laughs> folks who, get, who actually see this shit, look at, just look at the pictures. I mean, and put yourself in future show, but not future because he's fucked up. Like I said, he's coming off bitter. But as picture, picture that as your child. And you're and you're doing the best you can as a father from a distance because hey, if you're not with the mother no more, I mean that's all you can do. So she's taking every opportunity to highlight these two in the in the, in the thing together. And where Russell is fucked up at, he's a great guy. Don't get me wrong, he, you know he's a wholesome Christian guy, awesome. But you that fucking naive and you can't look at the picture and see that you're a porn. I mean, I mean that's a <laughs> that's a problem. Now overall. They got a great relationship. Ain't nobody turned down that relationship. Ain't nobody uh, uh, talking about, you know, that's not the issue. Sierra is using this shit, and she is getting at that motherfucker, and she is doing it without saying a word. That's why she don't have to respond. That's why she's looking she's looking like a saint in this whole thing, because mm-hmm. she's, 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 she's using this media to say and stick it to his ass, and that, that motherfucker hurt, and that's why he's lashing. <laughs> that's why he's lashing out. And that's probably but, true. That's probably the actual scenario, the more realistic scenario. Uh, yeah. that's, that's well, I don't think too much about her being with Future. I, I mean, uh, with Russell or anything, and, and I, I definitely don't think it's about, you know, Russell and CC being together. Nobody's got an issue with those things. The problem I mean, is people, I mean, people came see. down on them for saying they were celibate. They had a lot of folks that... Yeah, that, that, that's that. The whole, that, that, that itself is a whole lot of stories. That, that, you know, that... Future, I like to. As far as future part, he just fucked up. I mean, he he's coming out bitter, like a I bitter. Mean, um, if I were if I were in Russell Wilson's situation, though, I wouldn't I wouldn't have let her put that kid in, in my jersey. Uh, you can put the kid in a Seahawks T-shirt or or, or, or something like that, but I, I wouldn't want that kid in my jersey. That's just well, and that's well, that's why, a little too much for me. Uh, because why not? If he's supporting a man. What, what, what that guy doing anything? I don't understand that. What that? It's it's all about it's all about the symbolism, I guess. I don't like how it it well, really does. At that point, it would say to me, "All right, you really do sound like you rubbing his in future's face." And you know, it's it's the age it's the age of the child. It's not even it's not even just that too. You got to right, look at the age right. of the child. Like, the child if that child was sixteen, seventeen, you should have no problem because that child know who his daddy is. That baby right there, that baby right there, don't even know who his daddy is. So guess what? When you're doing that stuff like that. That's all that child gonna see growing up is pictures of him and this other man. With so, I mean, and, then, and yeah, right? but you as a father though, 
you can't tell me though, and I don't know if you got any kids or not, but you can't tell me as a father, you know, and you're not in the house with that child, and that, and, and people automatically assume that you're not seeing your kid because of this shit. That's that's the dumbest rationale in the world to me. You know, you can't say that that person is not in that child's life because you know he's taking a picture with another man. No, I mean the, if they, if the mother and the, and the dad stood up, I mean he's got to do what he got to do from a distance. So if you're doing the best you can from a distance. And you're seeing this shit played out in the media every day. You can't tell me you're not going to feel some kind of way, especially if that I child too. is too young to understand yeah. who you are. See, let me tell you something about these rich niggas. These rich niggas got to understand something. When you go out all over the country and you sleep with different women and all kind of stuff, and you leave and say, well, I want to be tied down to this chick, and you leave her the car and everything. She never had her own money, but just... Say in most cases, whether you shot anybody else, you leave her at home, a car, you got to accept the fact that whoever she's dating, I don't care if the nigga work at the car wash, he living in your 10-bedroom mansion. You ain't got nothing to do with her no more. You got to accept that because whatever happened, whatever was going on on tour, whatever was more important than your fiancé and your fiancé that was pregnant. So don't get me wrong. You say, damn, I choose all the women in the world. You know, choose Sierra. That's, that's cool. You ain't got all your wild oats out of you. Whatever. That's cool. But when she starts dating somebody else, you can't tell me the woman should stay out of the public eye when she got an all-American quarterback, a guy who won the Super Bowl and should have won the Super Bowl this year, and signed a big contract who's on commercials and is famous, that I should step back and say, no, this is not what I'm going to do. She's yeah. taking a broad wow. baby should put on his sneakers. Come on. No, I would never suggest that. What I'm saying, though, is that if you know you're going to be in the public eye and that baby is still too young, and, and unless you're trying to get under that baby daddy's skin, whenever they're shooting photographs and stuff, that baby needs to be on the other side of you, you holding his hand, and, and y'all y'all together, whatever you're talking about, whatever it may be. But you hey. should be avoiding pictures like that, I think. I'm not saying keep them away from the town. But I'm saying, but when they when they start flicking pictures and stuff, you need to control that because look how I mean it's it's in the in the court of public opinion, everybody automatically assumes that this dude is not a good baby daddy or he's not a good father and you know he should have just stayed with he, people act like that. It's a guy's decision to stay with these women. Sometimes it's the women that kick the dudes out. You, you no, can't just no assume. no. I I gotta stop you there. Tom Brady got kids outside of his marriage before he got married. Nobody say he's a bad father because of the image that he has. It's how you carry yourself. But if you got four or five kids by five different women, people are going to assume that, and that what they assume is almost going to be right to a certain extent. Because when they come around wanting their money, he say, well, I only make uh, $180,000 a year, whatever it was, which is ridiculous. And, you know, I don't blame him, you know. Girls wanted eighteen hundred dollars a month or something else, way too much or whatever he said it was. Which you know, I understand you're trying to keep the money down, but at the same time, if somebody say that, you gotta respect it because this is what you said and what you did. I'm not making this up. This is all. Let's not defend the future. Like I say, he's a, he's dumbass. I mean, uh, whatever he got going, that's on him. But I'm saying at the totality of the situation, the totality of the situation, all three of them are jacked up. And like I said, Russell, he's a great guy, but he's being out because he's being used right now. Sierra is eating this shit up, and everybody is thinking that she's so – and I believe she's a good girl. Don't get me wrong. 
but she knows she, she's tactful. She knows how to get under his damn skin without saying a fucking word. And I'm saying, you can look at these pictures. These are no, these are no ordinary pictures. The media is probably uh, the part also. But guess what? She's allowing that. She, she's freaking putting put, put them in position to do that. If that dude, if that dude loved that woman, and he's willing to take her and that kid on, I don't care. They've been talking two weeks. I wouldn't do it. But, but I you know what? It's it's bad. The baby that young, if I love that woman, I'd be like, you know what, baby, hey, we got paparazzi here, you know, and I don't want no drama with you, you know, know what you're asking, I want you to go through it, you know, just let little man sit right there. It goes back to what Crystal said. Crystal said that Russell Wilson, you know, he's a he's an all-American quarterback. She says he looks better. You know, I'm pretty sure he, he just signed a new contract, so I'm pretty sure he's made more money than Future. And so all those things are going against Future. And on top of that, you see your, you know, 18-month-old child or however old he is wearing this man's jersey. That's, that is going to rub you the wrong way. You see him pushing a stroller, you know, with your kid in it, that is going to rub you the wrong way. Hey. Now, I'm not saying that yeah. it's – I mean, of course, there are different ways of looking at it. You ought to be happy someone does take care of your kid, but – I can exactly. I know I would feel kind of kind of funny about it too, and that's why I said if I were Russell Wilson, there was I'd be like, no, nah, you don't don't put that jersey on that kid. You know, that's but, just but me. That, but, but, that, but that's what you did. You created that. Now she had moved up and stepped on to bigger and better things. Now you were upset about it. If you're looking at it from that perspective, though, I see what you're saying, right? But it's not about her moving on with some other dude. It's about the age of the kid right now. You taking the opportunity to to spatter this and, and and rub this in my face. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 the problem. It's, it's not about her moving on with Russell. Yes, she got a better deal now. She's better off with him and stuff. And and I'm not saying keep the child from Russell. You know, but when they're in public, you got to be able to freaking keep down the drama in your life. So last year or two years ago, when he had a party and brought all his baby mamas together. That was disrespectful. Who, Future? If he brought them together, guess what? They were there. <laughs> so, no. He brought them together for what? You know what I mean? He brought them together to have a party or whatever it was. That's on the internet. That's a fact. I ain't making that up. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's they the kind of that, that she's dealing with. They had here all the girls standing there together, and all the big moms Yeah, they knew. They, they had a little party for the kids or whatever it was, but that's they all agreed to it. But I'm just saying, how does that all look? You understand? But you know what? That wasn't planted in the media. Somebody had to go dig for that. Of course, you know people are going to find stuff. But this right here, this is purposely, I mean, look at the pictures. I, I, I'm not even saying that. Look at the pictures. These are purposely done. This is almost like a follow-up. You can't tell me that they just randomly, you know, this, this is almost like a stage. Man, today, today you can't do anything. People are taking pictures all over the place. When you at that practice, they probably took ten thousand pictures. They took the best and the most interesting pictures, and they and they posted them. Or they wrote a story about them. Hey, they probably don't care what people think. They're together. They got an understanding. And if he didn't have no problem with it, I don't believe he's being used. I believe he got her somebody finally that she feel like she can connect with, and they got an understanding. And they doing them. 
It just so happened that they in the media. And you in the media, these things are going to happen. And I agree with all that. That's a beautiful thing, but I think it transcends a little bit. I don't know. I just... Uh, I think that baby is too young right now, and and, and that baby is purposely being used. I mean, I'm saying right now, TC is a smart young lady. <laughs> she is getting her get back without saying a word. <laughs> I, I, I think so. I think so, too. I, I, I couldn't so. believe that. All right. Well, let me let me move on uh, so we can wrap things up. Um, tomorrow, my fa- my favorite Florida hot girl, Miss Manhood, returns to T2Q, and uh, she's going to bring a few of her friends back with her, and we'll enjoy a happy hour mixed with a splash of my show legends discussing hoes before bros mentality. You know, married men and a need for fluffers. That might be something Eminem can 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 get shed some light on. I'm talking about fluff. By the way, Eminem, my man Alex chimed in. Uh, you know, my man from he's from, well, he's from Haiti, but you know, he's from uh, he lives in Philly. Right, right. My man right. Alex chimed in, man, and he came up with a new nickname for you, man. He said you shouldn't refer to yourself as a pimp anymore. He said you should refer to yourself as the minister of sexual affairs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's classic. Yeah, my name, my man Alex has dubbed you as the Minister of Sexual Affairs. Wow, man. <laughs> that could be something to, in, in, to run for in 2016, huh? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, Miss Manhood returns tomorrow on the mid-season finale of the Talk to Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. Wednesday, August 5th at 10 p.m. And then after that show, I'll be on vacation. Um until August 25th. I'm going to have two weeks off. Uh, so try to recharge my battery and get ready to kick off some football. And speaking of football, I want to do a little zone coverage after the show if you guys are down with it. Uh, yep. Something for you to Google, Crystal, if you haven't seen it all ready. Did you see where Lenny Kravitz split his pants when he was performing? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Um, no, I didn't see that. Okay. You well, did yeah, he had a wardrobe malfunction. He split his pants, and his package fell out uh, while Ooh. he was performing. All right. So that's that's going around <laughs> on Twitter right now. Lenny Kravitz um, scrubbing the ground. All right. <laughs> 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 well, I can he, he squat down <laughs> with tonight when you give your final thoughts tonight you can give it on um what we discussed as far as you know your mate embarrassing you and how you handle it you can give it on russell wilson sierra and future and i have another scenario which i you know i want everyone to chime in on as well it's something that i put in the t2q group on facebook here's the scenario your significant other cheated with someone but you forgave them all right, so maybe a few weeks or some months later, you make a surprise visit to their job, and you see a picture of the kid, of a kid of the person that they cheated with on their desk. All right, you know, so not your kid, not their kid, the person they're cheated with. They have a picture of the kid on on their desk at work. What's your response to that? All right, and final thoughts, and uh, Daddy Rich, I'll start with you. 
Oh, man. Let's start with the Sierra thing, man. Uh, future just needs to chill, man. It happens all the time. Uh, as far as the, if I went to the office and seen that, uh, there was another kid on my mate's, uh, desk and it was somebody else's, uh, yeah, they cheated with, man, man. Apparently they that cheated. they cheated with, yeah. man, <laughs> at that point, I wouldn't even say nothing, man. I would just, it, it, it's time to roll, Jack. You know what I mean? There's no need in wasting wasting time and and yelling and hollering and getting in another situation. Just I just turn around. That's just the type of person I am. I wouldn't even say a word. Okay, gone. Uh, you know. And uh, what was the other thing? Um, as far as uh, made embarrassing you. Same thing. I just turn around and walk <laughs> off because it, it has happened to me at the, at the fair. I mean, you know, many a times with different ones, man, they start acting like a donkey, man. Hey, man, okay. I just I start getting distant, and I just end up walking on off, man. I cool down, and I'll come back and mess with you. But right now, I got to move because I don't want everybody looking at me. They can look at you. You're the fool. So, basically, I just, I just walk off, man. Get, get the hell on, man, like they got a disease. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for chiming in. And let's see. Uh, Crystal? Okay. Um, well, first of all, regarding um, the cheating thing um, and the picture of the kid, of course, as a female, you know, it'll be a guy, so I would just assume that's his kid. And uh, because why would a guy do that? except for the fact that that was his kid or a kid that he was claiming. And if he just cheated with her, um, you know, on me, then they hadn't been together probably maybe for too long. So it's mm-hmm. his kid. It's his kid. It's period. No, no guy just put some random kid on their desk, you know? Um, and you know, I don't even think that can really be turned around as a female, you know, mm-hmm. as a guy, because you know, whether she had any kids or not, <laughs> You know, were you pregnant a few months ago? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So for him, yeah, I would leave. I'd be done because that's, I mean, especially if we're just dating, you know, I'm out because it's stupid. You know, what are we doing here? You know. Um, as far as, as I was saying regarding Sierra, uh, I agree with what everyone was saying regarding a man being able to, to you have to take a package deal, which is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Someone like Future, yes, you should definitely, um, you know, you, you should be happy that someone is there. Or at least, you know, I mean, because Russell is not a cretin or anything. Um, you know, he's a good guy. I mean, well, you know, what, from what we see, we don't know. But, you know, he's a, you know, he seems to be a really, really nice guy or whatever. So he's not like, you know, going to do bad things to your kid. The problem is I still stand by as a woman and I see her as a woman. <laughs> and, um, he sung one of my favorite songs called I'm out, which I love. If y'all don't know that song. Go check it out <laughs> because it speaks to the fact that, um, Sarah was just sticking it to him. Period. Period. Yeah. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's how we think, okay? That's how we think. Because mm-hmm. he probably said something in the last conversation that she had with him. 
And she said, okay, you, okay, I'm going to show your ass. So <laughs> she went, you know, Russell, I, I don't know, you know, you said that maybe Russell should have said, look, you know, maybe we shouldn't put him in there. He may not have been thinking about all that stuff, quite frankly. You know, he was just trying to please her. It's a new relationship, you know. Um, sure, he cares a lot about her. He was just trying to please her when she came up and said, oh, this is cute. Oh, you should, oh yeah, we should totally put him in this. This is so cute. And, you know, he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, you know, being a guy, he's like, oh, okay. Um, and then, but she's thinking, yeah, nigga. Now, now what? Bitch. <laughs> okay. So that's exactly what this is all about. Okay. All right. This is I'm saying that's what that's all about. Um, again, I, I say my piece regarding the socially awkward thing. You know, I don't get into all that. Um, regarding Meek Mill and, and yeah, Nicki Minaj and Drake, that that was a bitch move for him. He just shouldn't have said nothing at all, quite frankly. If he wanted to do what he should have did, if he wanted to do something, he should have just, you know, when he came out with a new album or whatever, he should have put a song on there that people can just speculate about if they want to, as, as opposed right. to actually going on Twitter and then doing, you know, what, really? Okay, bitch. So, and Nikki ain't worried about it anyway, okay, because she's Nikki, so whatever, fuck him. But anyway, uh, good show, let's um, look forward to it tomorrow night. Gracias, mi amiga. All right, mm-hmm. Dr. Willis? Um, I guess I'll, I'll give my final point specifically on the uh, Sierra and Future thing because, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, it's kind of like uh, one of those things that I'm just baffled by. You know, the type of guys that are siding with Sierra are, are the guys that don't have kids, the ones that do have kids but looking for pattern of his or at a voice from the women, or the guys who are just not on that side, that side of the side of the uh, line, the guys who who are actually watching somebody else's kids. All right, but the as far as the women, women the women know what the hell Sierra is doing. But the reason the reason why women are going against features because a like I say he is coming off like an asshole on Twitter, but b when, whenever there's, there's an argument between men men and women, it's always a gender thing for women. All, well, almost always. I ain't gonna say always, but almost always. There's some there's some very objective women out there, but for the most part, when it's this type of argument, they're always gonna look at it from a male versus female perspective, and they're gonna go female. But if anybody like Crystal and, and probably some other women out there look at it for what it is, and they tell you the truth, and you look past what the face value of this whole whole uh, ordeal. You can see that Sierra is using this to freaking dig deep into freaking uh, uh, future, you know, just making them hurt. And she is loving that shit. She eating that up. And like I said, I'm not defending future. I think he's a dumbass. I, you know what I'm saying? He's, you know, he's out there. He's he's sounding bitter. He's coming off like a little bitch. I mean, you know, he's fucking himself up as far as trying to garner any kind of freaking support from people. So that's on him. I have no sympathy for him. However, though, Looking at the actual situation for what it is underneath what we get uh, at its face value, she should not be doing what she's doing with that kid that young. I um, I'm on I'm on I'm on future side of the line. I'll be honest with you. I got three baby mothers, and people automatically assume that you know I'm I'm a deadbeat or whatever the case may be. So be it. I mean that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I got all my kids with me right now at this moment. They're in the living room waiting for me to come out and watch a movie with them. But you know that's neither here nor there. However, though. My kids, my all my kids are, are at least 13 up except one, okay? 
with my, my 13 and up, and, and if, you know, with the men in their lives and stuff like that, I have no problem with it as long as they're treating them fine and treating them like their own, you know what I'm saying, and treating their mothers right. I'm cool with that. But my five-year-old, you know what I'm saying, I mean, I'm not telling her mother that she got to keep him from her man or anything like that. But she need to understand that if she ain't got, you know, she don't have pictures of me up on the wall pointing and showing my baby, well, my baby know who I am right now, so I, I, I shouldn't even say five. But about two years old, uh, one year old, or something like that, you know that yeah, that can be an issue. I'm not I'm not saying take them away from whoever you're with or whatever the case may be, but what you're doing out in the public is 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 hurtful for a good for the good fathers out there. It's hurtful for the deadbeats. It's an embarrassment. It's two different things, two different feelings. Mm-hmm. Either way, though, know, any man who is who 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 has that child's feeling in his heart, whether bad or good. You know what I'm saying? He's going to feel some kind of way about what he's seeing in the media. Because what they're showing, and it is, like I said, not just the other uh, Russell and all, and, and Future, it's the media also. What they're showing you is is on purpose. And they're trying to egg this battle on. And Sierra is not freaking, she's not she's not nipping that in the bud because she likes it. She wants him to, to look bad. That's why we're getting back. And because she's using that without having to say anything, she's looking like an angel. So she is straight killing the game right now. And Russell, like I said, he's he's being a pawn. He's being, I mean, naive. How can, how naive can he be? When you look at these pictures, like I said, these pictures are powerful. When you look at these pictures, how can you not see that you're being used as a pawn? I'm not saying shy away from the kid. I'm not saying, you know, don't do for the child. Future should be happy that she got somebody like Russell. You know what I mean? But this situation underneath is powerful and subliminal. And a lot of folks don't see that. The women see that, but they're not going to see nothing because it's a male versus female thing for them. You know what I'm saying? But for the guys, all, like I said, most of them just want to add a boy. The others, you know what I'm saying, don't have kids or, you know, they got kids, but they're just not on that future side of the line. And, you know, that that's just my take on it. Okay. All right. I appreciate that, Dr. Willis. Eminem? Oh, man, great show. Uh, very interesting topics. Uh, I, I'll start with the first one, uh, one I kind of missed out a little bit. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, things can happen or whatever. So, you know, I'm like, you know, everybody make mistakes. So just like you made a mistake, I'm going to make a mistake too. I'm going to mop this floor with your goddamn ass. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so, okay, apologies accepted. All right, you come in. Now, uh, Crystal kind of answered this one real good. It's just like if it's a... Uh, if it's a woman, you already know. If you know, as far as the picture on the desk type stuff, it's just like, well, the biggest thing with that is when it's the other way around. When it's the the woman looking at, you know, because a dude ain't finna have no kid on the desk, uh, hardly. Let alone if he do, you like shit. If, if he ain't heard him saying that's his nephews or something like that, if he if he got any shit, who kid is that? You know, so that's kind of a almost a self-explanatory. But once again like okay you know we all make mistakes but i'm finna put my foot up your ass in front of all these damn people and the walking away is fine but this the thing here you can't correct the wrong with an ass whooping but you setting the tone you saying okay now for anybody else you know this what it is just like when you're trying to keep your stable straight see you beat the shit out of one you know what i'm saying you comb this bitch head now you ain't gotta worry about your money coming to show up the rest of these hoes. So it's the same same scenario, just a different thing. You know. 
the minister of sexual Damn. affairs has spoken. <laughs> now, as far as, uh, you know, the Meek Mill thing, you know, well, he's benefiting from his name getting out there more. But other than that, that's it. But, you know, the, the free publicity, just like Trump supposedly running for president, your brand is saying over and over and over. You know, people probably have said Meek Mill's name more in the last two weeks than he heard since he was in grade school when, uh, you know, whatever his real name is, when his teacher was calling him, you know, telling him to sit down or something. But now, this is where I want to go with it, with the with the Russell and Sierra thing. I gotta say, do you, you know what his real name is? His real nah. name is Robert Ramik Williams. Wow. Okay. All right, Robert stick with Meek Mill, man. I think that sounds better. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> But uh, this is why I want to go with the, I want to go deep into this Russell Sierra thing, way beyond them as individuals. I want to look at it just nationally, you know, but with the assumption two people ain't got no money. Teachable moment for your kids, for everybody listening. I, I love teachable moments. Listen, this is why the few women, a few girls out there now, the very few of them that have fathers, this is why. We tell y'all certain shit about certain dudes, you know. Now, obviously, she Sierra's a talented girl because that performance she did with, uh, damn, was it Chris Brown or somebody on one of the BT Awards about six years ago? I mean, that was some of the best dancing I've ever seen. I don't even remember. Uh, but uh, she can dance. She's talented. Yeah, she, she 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 can dance better than she can sing, and I mean, she's not a bad singer. But the point is, you know, how in the hell? Now, now, I, I don't knock women for being attracted to certain dudes and, and you know, just kind of having fun. But that's where it stops. You know, how in the fuck you end up getting pregnant by Thugnificent? Now, like I say, keep in mind, don't, <laughs> picture, don't, don't picture Sierra the performer. Think about Sierra just a regular girl working at Walmart cashier, you know what I'm saying, with no money to kind of bag stuff up. Now when you do mm-hmm. meet a young man that's, got something going for herself and somebody who's a guy that you can actually bring home to your parents and your grandma or whatever and everybody like, oh yes, that's a nice young man. Now you got him mixed up in your past bullshit. Now to the Sierras of the world who don't have money and to the futures of the world who not rappers, they just, you know, neighborhood thugs, now you sitting up here, you just like, man shit. This dude just came from Sunday school, man. Man, we're gonna we're gonna fuck with him. We're gonna park the car in front of the house. Kind of like how they was fucking with uh uh Doughboy and them on Boys in the Hood. You know, car stop, niggas looking, pulling out guns, fucking with your bucking your eyes and all that shit. I mean, who wants to go through all that? So women, the few of y'all that got fathers or uncles or something that's trying to tell y'all about certain knuckleheads, imagine being having a baby for somebody like this clown that ain't famous, and imagine you being Sierra, but you, you broke Sierra. you just a girl in the hood. Now, you finna get somebody fucked up. All right, let's throw it over to Russell. Nigga, you don't win all your life without getting no pussy. You know, you did everything right. How in the hell you get a ready-made family? And it's the typical shit. You know, you don't just get a chick that's already got a kid. You got a chick, got a, you got a chick with a baby for a goddamn fool. You see what I'm saying? You can't just be like, you know, well, you know, like, uh, you take like, uh, uh, you know, some of these 
famous people, uh, you know, Demi Moore and people like that. You hear about them breaking up or whatever. They're they stepkids or they former kids from somebody else. These are regular people. But normally with African Americans, we have a plague. You know what I'm saying? If the woman or the girl got a baby, the girl herself might be great. But, you know, like I say, the dude going to be an absolute fool. So now you sit up here saying, God damn, man, this chick is nice as hell, but now her brother crazy. You know, her baby dad is a stone fool. He got all his boys talking shit. They talking about, you know, you come outside, somebody, done, you know, do something at your car, little kids coming up to you talking about, man, uh, dude down the street said, this is the last day, you better come over here. You sitting up here like, man, what you talking about? Man, you better not come over here tomorrow. Now you got to sit up here and, you know, and get tested out. Man, why are you going through all that, dog? You know what I'm saying? All these damn women that you done uh, hung out with while you was at your little Boy Scout meetings and all this super political correct stuff, and then you're going to sit up here and get somebody. You know, sweet girl and all that, but but you get her ass after the fact. You see what I'm saying? She fucked up and Russell fucked up. Because like I say, y'all, don't look at them as the stars. Look at them as the everyday people, you know, because the everyday Russell, as nice as he might be, just dealing with something that got mixed up in something like that, and now you getting beat up, getting off the bus every day. You getting beat up on the way to work. You know, you can fight, but you know these niggas got guns and shit. So, you know, because the dude she gonna be pregnant for ain't never gonna be just a regular guy going to work. It's gonna be a stone fool. He got babies everywhere. He ain't taking care of none of them. But just because you are the man he should be, now he fucking with you. You see what I'm saying? He ain't giving a damn about this kid. He just sending a message to you. Like, man, shit, you know, kind of remind me of old boy with that Jerry Curl on Boys in the Hood, you know. He old, dope boy and them was teenagers. He fucking with them. See what I'm saying? That that type of shit real, man. So y'all, <laughs> little young hoes, you better wake up out there. You don't get pregnant for these dudes. You can get your freak on, but you make sure you have that Norplan or whatever in your ass. Don't don't have no baby <laughs> like that. <laughs> You know, when he's doing it, I mean, if he likes the girl, you know, 
you know, she got she got baggage. She didn't have no baggage before. I mean, she dated Bow Wow, Anthony, Reggie Bush, Fifty, uh, a couple of other guys and stuff like that that had been in the industry. But you know, she's young. She had to learn. But you know, she's a pretty girl, and Russell definitely did upgrade. So his first wife, she ain't fine like Sierra is. So nah, she ain't even close. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His so first that, wife looked like somebody that you'll see working at um, a bartender at Applebee's or something. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I hope they make it. You know, he's trying to do, do what he can do. And I don't understand from the standpoint of, you know, it, it's future's kid. But when you leave the house, that's the risk you run. And as far as, you know, going to the subject of going to the job and seeing the baby picture and this and that, like Daddy Rich said, I uh, turn around, leave, and, and be done with it. You know, and, and you, like I always say, we're going to see who the prophet is. And it shouldn't be no issue from that point on. You move on and let them move on. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what's what in the future. It ain't, a, it ain't about how you start, it's how you finish. And mm -hmm. to go back with the the Sierra thing or whatever it can say, whether she rubbed it in on him or not, it, she has the right to express herself with her boyfriend. She went future, she took pictures. She went ready for she took pictures. Only thing was, she didn't have a kid. And yeah. my, my thing is, is, is when you move on, be done with it. To me, it, it, it's soft for a guy to say something and you're supposed to be moving on from the situation. Like, I'm married. It's, it's two years from now. And my wife get on and say, we, we split you on the radio, I'm on the radio. You now that you getting engaged to somebody or whatever, I didn't move on. I don't give a fuck. You understand? Now, if you say, well, oh, you know, now, you know, I got to hang up and I'm getting out of the host queue and all this bullshit because, <laughs> you know, you said that. I didn't fool it. You understand? It's over. Once you understand that it's over, move on. We, oh, man, you know, I can't believe you said that. I'm texting on the phone, trying to talk behind the scenes and all that shit. To me, that's, that's weak. It's over. So... If you announce you get married to a man, you announce you get married to a woman, you announce you get married to somebody famous, you got to deal with that because that's how relationships go. And I think he should be able to take that, particularly when it was alleged, they really alleged, but you were seeing other women. So you just got to deal with that. The main thing you hurt because she didn't upgrade it. And she didn't upgrade it. That's what the problem is. So, I mean, it was a good show, and we had great several topics. But um, as far as the meat battle, great one. That's simple. Yeah. I mean, ain't no ain't no more need to be said. I ain't heard know? nobody say meat one. I doubt no, me. I doubt no. Nikki would say it. Nah. I mean, Meek's sister's freestyle was tougher than his. Yeah. You know what I mean? She came out. Did a little something, but everybody knows he didn't win. He, he didn't win. He was just outmatched from the beginning with, and to try to even do something like that, it's just like, you know, 
me coming out saying I'm going to outbid Puffy on an apartment or a condo or something like that. It's just ridiculous. You know, you can't match that. So, hey, all you got to see is if I was Greek, I wouldn't stop. You got him on the respirator. You got to pull the plug. All right, I appreciate that, Ray. And, Crystal, you got to save this show in the archives because Ray uh, came down on the baby daddy. He didn't come down on the woman. You got to save this show in the archives, Crystal. <laughs> got that I'm, just, I'm just telling the truth, man. Ray gave future the like, blues. Uh, the problem is I don't like nobody trying to bully nobody. And this is one of you niggas out here you want to have nothing to say. But he feel like he can get that off because he's Russell Wilson. I'm Russell uh-huh. Wilson. I'm lifting weights every day. I'm exercising. Like I say, I will come on Twitter or whatever people do on social media and let him know I will knock your head off. <laughs> All right. And uh, Buck, shut it down, man. I don't know how to follow all that. Everybody pretty much said what I was going to say. So um, <laughs> I'll just keep it short, sweet, and complete. I won't take take too long. But as far as, you know, the the battle, you know, some you know, I see both sides. I mean, some some people trying to stay relevant, some people just trying to get their name out there. So I mean, but we all know that Drake, you know, he, he pretty much, you know, he he dogged them out and made them look bad. But at least, you know, the other guy in me you know, he got his name out there, so maybe it was just a battle. Maybe it was just, you know, something else. But in any event, you know, people are noticing and something to talk about. And then, you know, this is something that's happened in rap for a long time. You know, every time, you know, some, some battles get get to more than just battles, you know, people start losing lives. But it's good every once in a while to see something that's, you know, see regardless of what the situation is, it's good to see somebody kind of beefing, beefing with each other regardless of whether it was staged or not. You know, mm-hmm. get people talking and get people back in the rap, you know, back in the rap, so to speak. So, a little good, a little good battle every once in a while is good for business, but we don't know what so. you know. We, re- you know, we really don't know what the deal is. Um, and as far as you know, as far as the picture, I think it's, I'll just go back to something my mom always say: it's utterly ridiculous to actually sit there and believe that you know, you know, you it's, it's like everybody else said: just turn around, keep going, just going down the road because it, it, it's too much. Life's too short. To deal with to deal with a bunch of drama, and when people just keep, you know, when you keep catching people doing certain things, it's just time to make, you know, make changes. Now, just leave it short, sweet, and complete as far as that goes. But great show as always. You know, everybody had a lot of good good things to say tonight, and everybody enjoy the rest of the night. We can't wait for them. Hopefully, people to stand on for some coverage like Crystal. We can talk about them Detroit Lions. <laughs> All right, thank you, sir. Well, look, I I just have this is what Future needs to do if he wants to get the message out there. Battle rap Russell Wilson. What? That's what you need to do. That's what you need to do to settle your differences. Battle rap Russell Wilson. You know, Russell Wilson could probably out rap Future. You know, now that I think about it, I don't know. You know, Russell is pretty talented and everything. So that's my suggestion. All right, well, like I said, uh, my thanks to show legends, callers, tweet chatters for participating on tonight's show. The upcoming show schedule can be found at TalkToQ.com. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes or Stitcher Radio and get caught up. 
If you're not hanging on for some zone coverage to talk sports, everyone have a good night. Peace out. Be back in just a few minutes. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? We got something to move tonight, and we start the whole circle thing off. Help me. Keep the move. We knock out. Let's go. Don't play intramurals, brother. But they are who we thought they were. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You play to win. Do you have any questions? All right. We'll go ahead and get into some zone coverage. Talk about sports, mainly the NFL. Sideline to sideline, end zone to end zone, the way we do it on the Talk to Q radio show. And uh, first thing I want to bring up, a little boxing. Um, Andre Berto has done nothing to earn a championship fight, but he's going to get a, get a chance at the fight of a lifetime as he goes up against Floyd Mayweather on September 12th um, at the NGM Grand Garden. And it's going to be a pay-per-view event that will be distributed by Showtime. Now, for those who may not be familiar with Berto, he started his career off pretty good. He was 27-0, and 0, had his own little version of the welterweight title, and but in the last four years, he's gone just 3-3. Three and three. He just really fell off the wagon. So, Eminem, I'll start with you, man. I totally don't think he deserves a fight, but of course, you know, Mayweather's going to pick who he wants to fight. But it's really disappointing because everyone thought it was going to be on CBS, and now we find out it's going to be a pay-per-view fight. Are you going to watch it? Are you going to pay for it, rather? Pay for it? Oh, no. No, I'm, no I, won't, I won't pay for it. But, uh, but I think it was a smart move on uh, Mayweather's part because if you, if you, are, if you are someone that, uh, you know, you're just trying to make history, you know, Strictly history, nothing about the fans, nothing about nothing. You just strictly want history made just for the record books. Hey, you know, why not get somebody you know you can uh, can beat? Because this will make him be what? 49 and 0. It was time. Yeah. He would be tied. With, uh, with Marciano. So, yeah. And, um, uh, you know, I think it's a brilliant move. Now, as far as the fans, it suck, of course. But you know he's always been the type of fighter that that um, you know that really didn't care about you know the, the the people and all that. I mean you know people try to you know want every boxer to replicate you know uh, a Tiro guy and Mickey Ward, but I mean that's that's um, you know that's that's here and there in boxing. I mean most of the time you know you got guys trying to uh, uh, you know just trying to win the fight and get the best record possible to get the biggest, because the better your record, the bigger the purse is. You know, it don't mean that people can't be brawlers, but if you strictly focusing on your career, you know, uh, and if you want to be a boxer and not an MMA fighter, well, you you got to do what's going to promote your career the best. And, you know, just like uh, Berto, like I don't know about the, the last couple of years, but just say if he were taking fights that might not be to his advantage, you see what the fans think of you? Shit, I like what Adrian Broner said. They went to booing him, not this last fight he had, but the the other fight. 
They went to Bourne. He cut that shit off. He said, yeah, but the last time I fought for y'all, that's when I lost. So, you know, you got to do you, you got to do what you do now. And people have a choice to pay for it or not. But I, I know it's going to be a sellout. I know people going to still, I mean, believe it or not, it's like this dude is a pop star in his own right, in his own era, you know. Uh, of course, you got hardcore boxing fans out there, but for the most part, it's just like with, with all sports, you're going to have, uh, now you're going to have people um, uh, thinking that, you know, when you think of a boxer, you think of Floyd because they don't really keep up with the sport, you know, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and those are going to be the people who are buying the pay-per-view. It's not going to be the people that are knowledgeable of it, knowing that it's a, you know, it's a hand-picked, you know, for, for, for late me and yawn, you know. But, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> nah, this dude was right. I ain't know what was going to happen, man. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I think it's, I think it's smart. I think it's brilliant on Mayweather's part. You know, like I say, once again, I'll be very clear. From a fan standpoint, it sucks. But when you're looking strictly at numbers, strictly at a record, it's like uh, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, you know, how many people, just the average person, not not the hardcore, you know, we ain't talking about an a, a upcoming generation of young brothers. We're talking about the average person that, that's not even into it. How many people are going to look at Floyd and say, well, yeah, but the majority of that shit was fluff fights? No, they're going to just see 49 and over 50 and though. That's what they're going to see, and that's what he knows. That's why I say it's brilliant. Okay. And, Ray, how do you feel about it, man? Because you know better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, but the thing is, is, you know, this is a bad move, boy. And I know you separated between the fans and the record. But nobody's going to respect Floyd when he retires. Yeah, he made a lot of money, but he made a lot of bad moves. This is another bad move. Now, he would have fought Birdo on CBS for free instead of seventy four ninety five on high definition. Everybody would say, okay, well, you can't fight, you know, Triple G or somebody and, you know, fight for free. That's the people you fight. Everybody knows that. But you fight a lesser opponent to get to your 49-0, and, and it was for free. Everybody may give you a pass. But now, pay-per-view with a little more than a month to promote the fight. I mean, it's just a bad move, man. I mean, when you grow up a boxing fan or you grow up a football fan, you respect the sport. You don't disrespect the sport the way he's disrespecting the sport. There's too many guys out there who deserve a fight, who people want to see them fight. And if you're the best and you get hit the less and all this and that, why not take a fighter that is good, is a champion, or something like that, and go out on the high note? I don't think Rocky Marciano or whoever is 49 and old fought his mailman. I think he fought a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> so, when, when, when you try to speed out the door like that, to me that's just soft and it just doesn't make sense. And I, you know, I don't like it as a boxer fan, but like I say, the day of the geese is almost over. 
But right now, we're making some real fights out here. Triple G and and and, and Lemieux getting ready to fight October 17th. You know, Cotto and, and, and Alvarez getting ready to fight. These are the fights you want to see as boxing fans. Not some old slick head nigga walk out of here with a whole lot of money and ain't fought nobody. You know what I'm saying? Didn't he beat Cotto? Yeah, he beat Cotto. But to me, when you fight a guy two years too late, he was Floyd laid back and does. He let guys punch themselves out. You know, Alvarez and Cotto, then that's going to be a brutal fight. Lemieux and, and Triple G, that's going to be a brutal fight. You know, so now when a guy comes to fight you, he's not the same fighter he was. Now you can say, well, it ain't my fault. Just like we skated off the, the Pacquiao deal. Pacquiao out until next year sometime, but nobody wants to hear that because, oh, it sounds like an excuse. The man got surgery and cannot box. But what are you going to do? Get him $140 million on the table? If he would have, he would have said, oh, I was ready to fight him. He pulled out the fight. I got other guys to fight and go skate off into the sunset. You lose, lose the 140 and y'all never fight. But he's going to have to come out of retirement and fight Pacquiao. He ain't got no other choice. If, if Pacquiao wins this fight. I mean, uh, Daddy Rich, you, you down with boxing, man? Yeah, I, I like it, man. I like it. And, uh, Do you, you think know, that Floyd, you think Floyd is, like, hyping this up as his last fight to make a big payday, and then he's going to turn around and fight again when they open up that new um, new pavilion in Las Vegas in May next year? He's showtime, of course. Of course he's going to fight again. He, he's He's got to break the record. Right. You know, and – about uh, Marciano, we don't know what type of fighters he fought, all of them. Some of them could have been bruisers. Some of them could have been <clears throat> fluffs. We don't know that. You know, some of them fights could have been fixed. We have no idea what he went through during that scene because we weren't alive during that time. All we can do is read about it. But And, and some of that stuff is, is watered, and we know that. But it's like this, man. I think Floyd has been very smart about picking the fighters. And, you know, you say that he beat these fighters not when they weren't in their prime. Some of them he did. Cotto was still bruising people when he beat him. Has he not fought Cotto more than once? And then, you know, there's other guys that, that he fought. I mean, you know, the guy that beat Pacquiao, he fought him, he beat him. I mean, he's not getting enough credit. Yeah, he's showtime, but that's what it's about. You don't go in there and get your head beat in for nothing. You're trying to get that money, and you're trying to get the max. So don't fault him because he's trying to get the maximum money because we all would do that. If you, at your job, you're going to fight for the most that you can get, and that's what it's about, you know. And uh, I think the guy has been very clever with his fight. I think that he's been like Muhammad. He's told people, I'm going to whoop your ass, and he went in there and whooped their ass. He's a technician. You know, uh, what's his, the guy, the British guy, the black guy, uh, that retired. Lennox Lewis. Uh, Lennox Lewis. Man, he, you know, those guys know how to fight. You know, they know how to box. They've been taught. It's been it's in their blood. And, you know, just because, you know, Mayweather is loud, he, you know, he's flashy, 
you know, so was Muhammad. But nobody discredits him. You know, look back at his fights. I'm sure there's some fluffs there. You know, let's let's look at what it is, man, and let's embrace him. One, because he's another black male doing it. And he's about to break Marciano's record. I want him to do this. I'm tired of hearing about Marciano, man, because we don't know what he did. He didn't fight these guys. Tyson, all these guys, these guys, Tyson was a bruiser, you know, just happened to run into Buster Douglas at the wrong time. And, you know, we need to start embracing this Mayweather, you know, back him up. This, who, who cares he's loud? We're all loud. We're black. We're expressing <laughs> ourselves. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. And, you know, he's just making money. He's flo- he's flossy. So what? Wouldn't you be if you had money? To a, to a degree. You know, you'd say, no, nah, yeah, you would. You would go buy expensive stuff. We all would because we could do that. And well, see, I think that, that he's going to. We're not talking about him being loud. we talking about as a boxing fan, you try to sell me a bullshit fight for $75. We don't, I don't give a shit if he's black or not. Respect me as being black too, and lower that damn price. It's you a business, I mean? man. When you go to Walmart, you can't go in there and tell them to lower the price on the on the the bedding that you're finna get. They're not gonna do that. You gotta wait till they lower. Hey, Sam, already gonna take care of you. Everybody know that. It's a business, man. You got, you know, what I'm saying he's trying to make money. Of course, he's he's got plenty. But hey, make as much as you can, man. I ain't mad at him. I'm not gonna buy the fight. But I'm not mad at him for that because, you know, to me, you got to make as much as you can, man. You only live once, man. I'm not mad at him. Do your thing, man. You know, pay-per-view, whatever. Who cares? I'm not, I wouldn't have watched it if it was free probably because, you know what I'm saying, I watch them sometimes, but I like this premier boxing, man. They have some guys that are really in there doing it. You know, these yeah, guys are trying to come up. Yeah. The last of them because they're yeah. real fighters. Hell of a fight. Hell of a fight. What we want to see. Hard-hitting, real fights. Yeah. But I'm not going to discredit this guy because he is a show. He's a Showtime guy, and I want him to beat this Marciano record so they'll shut up, period. Well, everybody like spoke. More behind it than everybody. Mark. I mean, hey, I don't think Marciano was the greatest either. But at least I, I watched film and determined that. You know, just like if I say, hey, I don't believe what Wilt did, this and that. Hey, is it is it based on the sport or is it based on something else? You know, and I just think the man didn't fight the best fighters in their prime, and there's a lot of great fighters out there now that you're still not fighting, and that's a uh, fact. I, I have to agree with that. I have to agree with that. I mean, everybody spoke pretty eloquently when it comes to you know, what he's done and him being smart and, you know, picking the fights when he's fighting them. But there comes a point in time that, you know, you have to look at the sport as a whole and what it means to the the, the true boxing fan. Boxing is one of those sports that kind of transcends. I mean, those, you know, you get this one of those sports that got the, you got real fans, and they're looking for real fights. You, you want to see people get knocked out. You want to see people fighting their prime. That's what it's all about. And when you don't do that, and you do it consistently, and you do, and you know they they're, they're doing it consistently, that's when you that's that's the reason why boxing is where it is now. That's why you have MMA where it is now because when you got and I know there's two different sports, but at the same time, there's no bullshit in MMA like it is in boxing. Boxing got fucked up because of people like like Mayweather. 
I mean, and that's the reason, and be honest with you, no, I don't be burnt sugar, sugar and all and them. It, that's why. Yeah. And I, really, it, was it was them I guys. You know, if 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 he gets in in there and fights this guy, you know, it, to me it's a, you tarnishing a, your own legacy. I mean, you fight somebody like Triple G and you beat this joker, I would have more respect for Mayweather if he go in there and fight somebody that he know he could possibly lose to than somebody that he know he can easily win to. And that's the, that's the difference, and that's what we're really talking about here. Pick somebody, to, you know, if I'm going to pay $75, I want to see you go in there against the best. Don't go in there against the weak. And that's that's the difference here. And that's the reason why, oh. you know, you know I, 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 have, no, I have, I don't care if he's 95. Go in there and, you know, fight against the people that you're supposed to be fighting. Don't be dodging fights just so you can keep your face pretty and you can party after the damn fight. And that's that's what he does. That's what he's done his entire career, just about. And that's the reason why I have a lack of respect for him. Now I don't I don't lack his you know respect for him making money and doing it the way he's done it because it was smart in a lot of ways. But you know if you if you're trying to be the best and you claim you the undisputed, then you need to fight the undisputed. The, you know the undisputed, and he just hasn't done it. And in my opinion, as far as I'm concerned, I hope this dude. I hope he go in there and fight. And I hope he get his ass whooped. He fought all the tough guys, though. Look back at his fights. Look back at him. The British dude, the the all those tough guys, he fought them. And you, y'all guys say you didn't fight him in prime. I think you need to research it a little more because Kodo and all those English guys, he fought them years ago. This was years Kodo ago. Took a, Kodo took a bad beating against Margarito, but she meant in his What about Marquez? What about Marquez? He fought him twice. Yeah, but Marquez has always been a good fighter at 140, 135, and all this other stuff. Pacquiao whooped his ass every time they fought. He hit him with a left No, he didn't. And he didn't he knock him out? Nigga, I said he beat him one time. Yeah. He beat him, he beat him one time. So why are, we saying, why are we saying that, that he didn't fight these guys in their prime? I don't understand that. Look, look back at it. That was years ago. I don't understand yeah. that. When he fought, Cotto was not the same fighter till he changed trainers. And right now, he changed trainers. And now but that's not going to make up. him no. That's not going to make him no younger. That's not going to put yeah. him in his prime. Yeah. Just because he changed trainers. Hey, good question. I'm a huge Mayweather fan, but how old is is Cotto? Because this, this is what I was going to say about Pacquiao. It's like. That's like. Cotto's thirty-four. Yeah, I'm, I'm 30. saying like, it, 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 like, how old, how old was Cotto when they fought? What about thirty-two? Like they fought uh, in thirty-one. Two thousand nine. Two thousand. They fought in two thousand nine, I believe it was. Uh, so in two thousand nine, he was what in his twenties? Two thousand twelve. Probably so, but if you've been through more wars, it's different. You're like Pacquiao didn't fought twenty. Yeah, but I mean, that's 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 twenty more fights. But see, that's totally discrediting Mayweather. May, this is yeah. an older dude fighting a younger guy. So like the the, the prime no. stuff on certain fighters. I mean, certain fighters I agree, but I ain't gonna say the whole career he didn't fight right. nobody. Because I mean, it, that's like nah, nah. I mean, if, if somebody yeah, don't have the right training, the fighters fault. Right, the right. got messed right. up by the mafia. The mob missed by yes. That's yeah, thank you, Burt Sugar and all them. I'm telling you. Don Harum, King, all those guys. Don King. Picks and fights. 
um, paying people, paying people to to lose, paying Vegas, um, uh, fixing the odds. That's what Ms. Fox does. Yep. I mean, when I look at Kodo, when I look at Kodo, I mean, um, Kodo's record, um, I'm not going to say he wasn't in his prime. Um, I mean, he was definitely younger than Mayweather. Uh, now he didn't. He hasn't done very well since the Mayweather fight. I mean, he's two and well, he's two and three if you include the Mayweather fight. He turned around, he lost to Austin Trout right after he lost to Mayweather. Uh, but he won his last three, you know. And then the TKO and Danny Gill was he looked really good. Too. I don't know about Cotto. I mean, I still think he was a good fighter. But Shane Mosley was definitely past prime. Oscar De La Hoya was definitely past his prime. Um, those are two I can say for sure when they fought Mayweather. Well, yeah, I mean, so. Delahoya and, and Mayweather, I mean, and uh, Mosley, yeah, I mean, that's, but like I say, they older than him. So, yeah, they, they were past their prime. But I'm just saying, everybody yeah. he fought that was good was not past their prime, especially if they're younger than him. Like, so this is what I'm saying. When you fighting Madonna and all these guys that he's fighting, the other guys that deserve the opportunities didn't get one. And, I mean, the guys that are undefeated, the guys like Kell Brookman is out there right now, you will not fight these guys. There's a lot of guys that get deserve opportunities. They will not fight these guys. That's what I'm talking about. Now, when you have boxing who does not make you fight a mandatory challenger and stuff like that, boxing gets corrupted. And for y'all to look out and say, all right, he's going to pick Andre Berto, and he's then picking opponents. You imagine if they did that shit in football. What it going to look like? We okay, you guys, you guys want to see the goal. You well, guys I mean, want to see the goal, but, 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 but we're going we gonna to play uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're oh, we, that, that, but that's a rule. We, that's we, we, but we, see we, the thing about but instead of attacking Mayweather, everybody should be lobbying to get uh, a mandatory structure to boxing. That's that's the Floyd is only gonna have one one or two fights left, but boxing gonna be in the same spot. It's, it's in in a few years, it'll be another fighter that's gonna be picking fights and I mean, all that. I'm just saying. That, 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 I don't think I don't think anybody's right knocking Floyd as a as a businessman. Uh, I mean, we understand why he's doing what he's doing, okay. but, but, but as but far I'm just as saying, though, I guess what me and the other brother saying though is just like it's one thing is, and like I say, I'm not saying uh, most of everything is not valid, but I'm just saying it, it's not like Floyd can't box though. You see what I'm saying? It, and, it, and it's not like he would automatically lose if he did give some of these people a shot, you know. I still put my money on him. The guy got great boxing skill. He's just not a boxer. Yeah, uh, no he's doubt. Not gonna right. He's and not going to let if you. He fought, if he fought Keith Thurman, I honestly think Vegas would favor him. I would expect him to beat Keith Thurman. But However, there's that element of danger that makes for an exciting fight. This is my question for everybody. Let me tell you why certain boxers don't do it. This is my question. If he took a tougher fight somewhere early in his career and lost, you know, what will people be saying? Will he just be yesterday's news? 
I don't think anybody would care because a lot of the greatest fighters have lost. You said if well, he no, he lost, oh, so you would lose. So you fight somebody like Keith Thurman and go through a brutal fight, he would not be the same fighter. Now, he, he said early in his career, if he would have lost early in his he, career. Right. Yeah, if, if, if he would have lost if, early in his career, such as Cotto and the rest of them guys. Because Keith Thurman to put some lumps on his head. I ain't said he's going to win the fight. He'll put some lumps <laughs> on his head. And, and he'll he know he in the fight. Yeah, he'll know he's been in the fight. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Floyd's not a great fighter. He's one of the best defensive fighters the of all it's time. He's not the best. I right. admit that. But what I'm but saying I, is, I don't like that you do like this. At, I really want him to get Marciano Keith Thurman. You know, I, I know he can Marciano. he can knock out Amir Khan. Yeah, I want you know, him to get Marciano. The thing about it is, I, because I know you're better and you're still not fighting them, that bothers